Hey, man, welcome to the Card Catalog Confessions podcast. I apologize that I haven't been more regular with my posting on here. I'm hoping to get to a more regular balance between the newsletter and the podcast, so bear with me, and we can get there. Uh, today's episode is a doozy, I think. So when I was at my former library job, I was in charge of basically building the archive, and the library had some pretty cool historical documents in the collection. My favorite was this. It was a petition written in 1867 asking for the – Impeachment of senior U.S. presidents at the time was Andrew Johnson. So Johnson was Lincoln's vice president. Abraham Lincoln was assassinated. Johnson became the president. Um, and unfortunately, so Johnson was from the South. Uh, so often he, he supported letting the South back into the Union as quickly as possible. And they may want to support uh, protection for free, free black people, people after in the Civil War, right? Which is a whole issue. Reconstruction was all about trying to build up the South, you know, more you know, be more direct, try and build it so the African-Americans could, could basically build lives for themselves, themselves, you know. They wanted to give protections, but hey, you're safe now. You're a valued U.S. citizen. Johnson was like, I don't really want to do that. I just want to get them back in, this, back in the union. I don't really care about them because, you know, he's probably a racist. Um, anyways, so he's president at the time and not doing a great job at all, clearly. People don't like him. The fact that this town, which at the time, so it has 200 signatures on it, which at the time, was probably a good portion of the, you know, of the men in the town that could probably, you know, who were active, you know, parts of the town, you know, I guess back then, you know, they were of legally able to vote, I suppose would be the factor in which, you know, I digress. So, I mean, it was obviously a big, the town was a large proponent of impeaching him to have that kind of support. Um, he was so like I said, Johnson's a Tennessee native, so he wasn't really happy about reconstruction. He just wanted to let the South back in. So as a result, his Secretary of State, which he inherited from Lincoln, was Edwin Stanton. Um, he was in charge of the Union armies at the time, who was, who were in the South trying to support the reconstruction efforts. Right. So Stanton's like, okay, you know, here's the army. You do what you need to do to get this to, to get this together where we want. Um, yeah. So. <laughs> John Smith, he wanted to take, wanted to remove Stanton from the office. Like, I don't really like what he's doing. I don't want him to be doing this. I just want this to be a go away, right? Civil War happened. You know, Johnson's side, clearly, even though Johnson was part of the Union, he was part of the Union as a vice president. You know, he's side of South Simpson. He's like, I don't really want this to go anymore. Let's just get this back to where it used to be. And he put the Civil War behind us. Um, right, so he wants to remove Stanton from the office. Uh, in lieu of that, Congress passed the uh a law it's just called the T- T- tenure of office act 1867 which required the senate to have a discussion before president could relieve a cabinet member like you can't just fire him right tell johnson you can't just fire him have to have a discussion about why you want to fire him because it's just you know it's not really like you can't just tell you oh, i don't like that guy i'm moving from office right you know i can't it just this isn't how politics work they shouldn't work anyways i wouldn't say anything about pat you know previous recent you know op, you know presidential offices not going to go there. Anyway, so the act, however, did allow a cabinet member, did allow the president to, to suspend a cabinet member when Congress is not in session. So, and so Johnson's like, oh, well, I can do this. So he, so he suspended uh, Stanton and he, he appointed Ulysses S. Grant, which would be a future president, in his stead. But um, when it became clear that Congress was going to reappoint Stanton when he came back to office, 
Johnson asks Grant to stay in there, and Grant's like, ah, uh, no, sorry, I don't want to get in the fallout. I'm going to go ahead and leave. And then actually, so Grant becomes president in 1868. So he's like, you know what? I have presidential hopes on my, my own. I'm going to ruin them. He's like, I'm going to get out of here. Sorry. You're on your own here. So then Johnson goes ahead, and he appoints Lorenzo Thomas to the position and actually asks Thomas to hand deliver a letter to Stanton and tell him Stanton that he doesn't have a job anymore. So it's like he doesn't even want to tell him himself. He's like, here's a letter. Here's your, this is your new job. Your first role your job is to give the former guy this job. It's basically a cease and letter telling him that you can no longer have his job. It's your job now. So, so when uh, Thomas goes to give Stanton this letter, Stanton refuses to leave. Um, and now he realized that he had Johnson in low, uh, you know, in effect basically violating this, this Congress act they passed in the same year. So that's what causes Johnson's initial impeachment. He's impeached by the Cong- Congress on March 3rd, 1868. But the Senate later acquitted him. He finished his term. Um, he did try to run for president in 1868, but he did not get the nomination. Um, but here, funny enough, so Stanton did resign in the end. After Johnson was acquitted, he's probably like, listen, this guy hates me. He didn't get impeached. So I'm not going to do this for him. So Stanton went ahead and left, which is one reason why reconstruction didn't work the way, it should, way we would it would have hoped to have worked in the South uh, because they kind of had this whole, you know, shitty president. He didn't want to do anything about it, right? Um, yeah. So, and it's interesting enough, though, I, and you can't see the text here, obviously, but they actually signed the petition, Your Obedient Servant. Um, and so he was right in the city, he was right in the Senate Congress at the time. So basically, it's just, <laughs> he wrote the President of the United States, asked for the President of the United States to basically to impeach him, to step down, and even call himself your obedient servant in the process. That's very civil, right? I mean, you're basically telling this guy to quit his job because he sucks, but you're still saying, you know, but I'm your obedient servant still. It's just um, also, any of you who listen to Hamilton, uh, I really like the, um, when Hamilton and Burr change, exchange letters all the time. They can assign your obedient servant, A.Ham or A.Burr. I can't sing, obviously, but. Just very, it's just a very lyrical piece of line. It's kind of love that it's thrown here too. I mean, I can't imagine telling my boss that like you suck. I want you to quit and be like, but you know, I'm still your obedient servant. I guess things were different back then. People were more civil. I'm not really sure, uh, but yeah, that's the story of how I found the letter asking for impeachment of Andrew Johnson, who only got half impeached. Again, he served out the rest of his term, but um, it's a very interesting uh, story. That's for sure. Um, yeah. So, if you have any stories of your own related to this, if you have any opinions on that first impeachment trial or anything like that, I'd love to hear from you. Um, again, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Dewey underscore Dinosaur. Uh, you know. Uh, also, again, so this, this podcast is a, comp- is a companion piece to my, to my Substack newsletter, which you can find at carcatalogconfessions.substack.com. So, if you, you probably listen to this, you probably you're already subscribed to that. But if you don't, Please subscribe. If you if you do, share with your friends. I'd love to have your friends listen, listen to this and write to me as well. I'd love to hear feedback. If you want to comment, let me know, let me know what I'm doing. Tell me a story about what me to cover. I'd love to do that. Um, keep on looking, keep, you know, this is new for me to do a podcast by myself. I'm used to having a co-host. If you ever listen to my former podcast across the podcast with my dear friend Abby, it was phenomenal for well over two years. Um, so it's kind of different to have it to basically be myself going on. So it's a little more rambling, I suppose. But... I'm happy to kind of give you more in-depth content to my po- to my post I read about. Uh, just give you more feedback about how it kind of came to be, right? And again, like, I will tell you, 
it's incredible. Like, you know, I'm looking through all this paperwork and I find this, this petition from 1867. It's over 200 years old. And it's in my hands. I don't know, like, and I can't really describe to you, like, how, like, as, you know, as a librarian, archivist, and history nerd, just, that is just incredible to feel something that's so old in my hands that will turn pages and read it. And also, it's, it's very well written. Again, you can't read it here. You can, if you go to the post on Substack, you actually read, you can kind of read some of the pages in it. It's the it's a little hard to read it. It's, it's in cursive handwriting, so it's a little challenging. Um, but it's all worth looking at it. It's pretty darn cool. Um, I was just floored to be able to handle it. And now it's safely stored in my archival box for people to read for as long as they want to read it. I don't know if anybody is interested in a petition, petition letter about Andrew Johnson. Because, like I said, he was a pretty crappy president, right? But it's an important piece of history, though. The first president that got in, you know, in peace. So he didn't, follow, he didn't get follow through with it. He was, you know, like I said, he was, he got past the finish his term, uh, but at least he didn't get re-election. That's the important thing. He didn't get re-elected. Okay, he was successful grant after that. But I do wonder, like, if what would have happened if he did get impeached and we had a president that came through actually supported reconstruction in the South and maybe things would have been different down there um, for the history of, you know, minorities. I don't know if it would have been. I'm skeptical because I'm not sure how solid reconstruction was as a, as a policy, but... I think that in a different world, it could have been a much better situation. I mean, the last hundred some years, 150 years of, history, of U.S. history could have been different. But I digress. We'll never really know that. Uh, but if you have any opinions, I'd love to hear from you. Again, you know where to find me. Uh, yeah. So until next time, have a great day, everybody.